Hello there is the Shema podcast. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. It's always a blessing to hear the word of God. Come along as we hear the word of God preached by his choices vessel, Dr. Anastasia Bruce. Now to today's episode. Father, we give you thanks for today and we give you thanks for your word. We pray that our lives will be totally transformed by the power of your word as we give attention to it today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Free women serve. Wow, what a topic. Free women serve. Praise God. Can we turn our Bibles to Mark chapter 1, verse um, 29? We're going to read down to 34. Praise the Lord. Let's turn our Bibles to Mark, hallelujah. Mark chapter 1. And we're going to read um, from the King James Version. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you ready to hear God's word? So let's read from 29. And forthwith, when they came out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick of a fever, and anon they tell him of her, or immediately they tell him of her, of her. And he came and took her by the hand, verse 31, and he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she ministered unto them. Hallelujah. And at even, when the sun did set, they brought unto him all that were diseased, and them that were possessed with devils. And all the city was gathered together at the door, and he healed many that were sick of diverse diseases, and cast out many devils, and suffered not the devils to speak, because they knew him. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there prayed. Read on to 35. Hallelujah. So God bless you so much. This is a powerful piece of scripture. And I'm just going to narrow uh, in on um, verse um, just 29 to 31. It says, And forthwith, when they came out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick of a fever, and anon they tell him of her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. And immediately the fever left her and she ministered unto them. Praise the Lord. Jesus came into this world for everybody. Hallelujah. This is an uncontested statement. Jesus came into this world for everybody. He came to save all sinners. But sometimes the knowledge of this general role of Jesus can mean very little to you when you do not see how it narrows down or applies to you in your seeming peculiar situation. Some people may think that, oh, now I'm born again. I am no longer a sinner. So how can Jesus save me again? That message of salvation does not apply to me. I don't need that message of salvation because I'm already, I've already invited him into my heart. I'm already, uh, I already have a, 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 a seat in church. I have a special chair that belongs to me in church. And I go to church a lot. Hallelujah. And then, you know, you feel like you already are a special person to God. So 
Are you still a candidate for salvation? Today we see in the scripture above that Jesus was interested in lifting up Simon's wife's mother and he did so he, he did so so he could free her to serve. Hallelujah. He did so so he could free her to serve. Praise the Lord. Until you are free to serve, you are not saved completely. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about the completion of your salvation. Yes, the perfection of your salvation. Hallelujah. The perfection of your faith or the completion of your faith, the salvation of your souls. It's like believing in God must be entire. You must believe in him to the end so that you be completely saved. Until you come to the place where you are completing your knowledge and your understanding about Christ Jesus and his work in your life, you will not be free completely. The Bible says, whom the Son has set free is free indeed. You may be experiencing some form of freedom in your life as a child of God, as a born-again Christian. But I tell you, until you have come to the place where you are, oh, my co-satire, you are really free, free, free from all kinds of bondages. You are not yet free. Hallelujah. And this story tells us about how Jesus entered into the house of Simon. You see, this Simon and Andrew, all these disciples, they were not people who were not believers. So they were people who were searching for the truth. They were people who were waiting on God, the God of Israel, to show up. They were looking earnestly to the coming of the Messiah. And of course, when he came to them, no wonder when he called them to follow, they quickly followed. They quickly followed because they were, their hearts were already searching. God is looking for searching hearts. Hallelujah. You remember the Bible says that the, eye of the, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro, searching the earth to show himself strong on behalf or in the behalf of them that's what trusts in him, isn't it? So your eyes must already for God to find you, for God to come your way. It means you now, your heart is already hungry for him. Praise the Lord. And so we can understand why Jesus came into the house of Simon and Andrew and not just into their home, but he came there to a lady who was ill, who was sick. Let's go on and learn a little bit more. Hallelujah. We can understand that Jesus has a special place in his heart to give a lift, especially to experienced women who have become hesitant to serve anyone anymore, <laughs> possibly because they may have become disappointed in, in the poor and evil returns they may have reaped from pouring so much of themselves and resources into others sometime before. You see, mothers, for instance, give out so much. They put their lives and so much more on the whole to see their little ones rise and their loved ones move forward in life, isn't it? Your, sometimes parents can sacrifice so much just to see that their words are moving forward, uh, are going forward. And sometimes you see that this kind of sacrifice is done too hard. <laughs> it's done so much. Hallelujah. It's done so much that... Uh, hallelujah. It's done so much that it's like you, 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 you are killing yourself too much. Praise the Lord. This is very, very, very serious. Hallelujah. You give out so much more. So much more 
than they actually have they actually have inside of them and you see that's when their own retardation and sickness set in when you give more than you have it's like you are stealing from yourself you understand and that's that is the the one of the causes of sicknesses and diseases is it health is like if to be in health is like your body is in balance every aspect of your your life is in balance praise the lord or your body is in balance hallelujah and failing to take good care of yourself and supervise your personal prosperity while you take care of others is a recipe for great disaster not only for yourself but also for the people whom you love your own sickness sets in the moment you try to love others more than you have ever loved your own self by receiving God's love for you. You start getting sick of serving others when you have not allowed God to serve you with those same things you have been trying to, to give to others. Hmm, that's a deep statement. You start getting sick of serving others when you have not allowed God to serve you with those same things you have been trying to give to others. You can't give what you don't have. When you give what you don't have, you only do so by stealing from yourself, like I said. And stealing from yourself is fighting against yourself or sinning against your own body. You can only get sick by doing that. And this is why many get sick. Your reception from God must be equal to or more than how much emotional love or any other resource you give to others. This is the secret, the secret to health and healing. Hallelujah. Peter's wife's mother was sick. Her sickness must have been worsening the conditions at home. Peter's wife, um, what do you call it? Peter's, uh, what do you call it? Her sickness must have been driving Peter's wife crazy. Praise the Lord. As she may have been struggling to take care of her sick mother, her husband Peter, their home, and possibly if they had children. Praise the Lord. Peter's wife may have possibly needed her mother's extra hands to help with the keeping of the home so she would not be burnt out. Peter's wife's liberation must have been so needed. Uh, uh, I mean, Peter's wife's mother. Her liberation must have been so needed that it was to play a huge role in relieving the frustrations of Peter's failing trade. The fisherman who was struggling, remember he was struggling to catch fish, wasn't getting any. And now this man, Jesus, has come to say that he really stop what he's doing. As I give him a catch, stop what you are doing, follow me. You are not going to catch men. Hey! The fish that was giving me, my, my, giving me some money to take care of my home, now I should stop. I should go and catch human beings. Who will just be following? <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's interesting. So you see that a lot more was going to depend on Peter's wife. Hallelujah. Because she also needed to be there uh, 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 for Peter. If Peter was also having to, going to have to, uh, what do you call it? You know, the wife is supposed to kind of be like a cushion for the husband. So if... He's, oh, he's going to come, Peter is going to be coming home with all his frustrations and all that. You, the woman, you are carrying all these frustrations. You don't have any help in the house and things like that. Charlie, you can just create fire 
at home. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so you see that the wife needed the help and God wanted to fix that problem for her. Hallelujah. It's not to say that God wanted her mother to become their servants in the household. No, you see, don't misunderstand the thing. Praise the Lord. Don't misunderstand. Uh, serving does not demote you. It actually promotes you. People think that if you are serving somebody or you are, you are doing some form of menial job, it's like a demotion or your, 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 your level has been stepped down. <laughs> no. Actually, when you know who you are on the inside, you will never be offended by any, if you are told to do something that you think is lower than you, it will not offend you. Because why? Because you know you rose up the ranks. You are you, you, you are if you are feeling big today, how did you become big? If you are truly humble, then you know that you started from somewhere which was nothing at all. And so you will not be offended to go back to that nothing at all state that you were and maybe clean the floor if you are supposed to clean the floor. Because you know that you used to clean the floor before God lifted you up. Now that you are feeling big, why can't you go and clean the floor again? Praise the Lord. So service, true service, is not a, a demotion. Hallelujah. It's, 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 just, um, it's just a way of life. Praise the Lord. It's just a way of life. And that's a Jesus. He, that was his way of life. That's why he could, even though he's almighty God, he could come down to us. Easy. He could come down small like an ant and come and be with us and, uh, you know, not offended. It's not offend. The Bible says, great peace of those who keep your law. Nothing shall offend them. Praise the Lord. Where were we? Hallelujah. So we're talking about the fact that what? Peter's wife must have needed the teamwork with her mother so badly. And perhaps she needed just, she, she needed the help. And, and how do we know it was, it was all about the help? It's because when Jesus healed the woman, the Bible says, the Bible didn't say that she picked her bag and started and went to sit down and started painting her nails. Or she <laughs> she <laughs> she stepped out of the house to go and buy a new wig. Her wig. Or I don't know. She did it. The Bible says she began to serve them. When she was healed, she began to serve them. So you see, Jesus heals for a reason. Praise the Lord. He knows very well the things that we need. Hallelujah. And if women were allowed to work, were to allow Jesus to work in them, the one thing he would heal them of is the sickness that prevents them from serving others, especially other women. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So when Jesus healed Peter's wife's mother, what did she rise up and start doing? Like I said, immediately the fever left her. She began to serve them in the house. Someone would ask, but where was Peter's wife? Couldn't she have been helping to prepare or serve the meals? Well, possible, possibly her hands were tied up with cleaning the floor of the vomit her mother had just thrown up, or perhaps she was busy carrying the little children who were crying and messing up the whole place. Or perhaps she, she so badly needed to go to town and get the groceries or take on an extra job to, to gain some extra income to support the home. We don't know. Jesus does not heal people just for fun. He heals people so that they can be free to do the very thing that they were being prevented from doing by Satan, who brought the sickness in the first place. The main need in Peter's home was a spirit of true service and servanthood, you see. That's why 
or that's what they badly needed and that's exactly what jesus fixed that day in peter's home hallelujah you see jesus has a special place in his heart to deliver women today we're talking about women because it was a healing of a woman so, so jesus has a special place in his heart to deliver women from whatever limits them from being free to serve hallelujah whatever limits them from being free to serve and especially to serve under the leadership or authority of other sisters hallelujah hmm. other sisters because this was peter's wife oh. and it's like the mother is living there and it's like how can this woman the bible says and she served them and she served them when she became free to serve so we don't know maybe she has served and i said ah I've, you people you my daughter i've served you son eh? now that you've grown when marry a rich man be to come and take care of me now you're going to marry this man who doesn't even bring fishes home who doesn't bring any money home and chere and now he says that he's also called into the ministry to go and follow somebody who's all also just interested in asking people to follow him i mean what is all this i sent you to school for better things i i i invested in you for but i took care of you i i put my life on hold for you you know and now that i'm expecting something good to come out of your life so that i in my old age can also have some fun you are repaying me with all this uh, difficulties huh it's not fair you see this kind of disappointment alone can just be the sickness or the cause of the sickness in in peter's mother-in-law because i mean as a mother-in-law or even as a mother you are expecting that oh if you have taken care of your little ones they'll also go, grow up and come and require to you appropriately isn't it they will they can buy a shoe for you they can buy something to show that oh they too they are they have something in their hand but to, to watch your children you invest so much and then watch them grow up and come and stand in front of you and see that they also start complaining of how life is difficult and they don't even have one city to give you hey that one there it can be it's, it's like it can be very disappointing do you understand and like in she they say are we hoping soon soon the bible says that uh, 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 what do you call it a broken heart a, a, a broken spirit dries up the bones Praise the Lord. So it's like when you, you are, it's like you are so disappointed. You're not happy in life. And that alone can depress you and put you down and make you be attacked by all kinds of things. Praise the Lord, including diseases. And so we don't know, or we don't know, I'm just letting you know that there are so many things that could be going on in the background. And, but the long and short is that Jesus healed this woman of whatever sickness it was. Because he just wanted to free her to serve hallelujah free her to serve and 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 it's also for us to know that god wants women to be able to work with other women i mean if she was going to be serving we asked that why so peter's peter's wife what, what should she be doing is she not the one supposed to be also serving in the house cooking but they could be working together it eases the stress and it's like, oh, you mop the floor, I'll, I'll start washing the dishes. Oh, you, it's, it's just fantastic and nice. So that Peter, the leader of the church that the Lord was grooming, will have his peace of mind to be going about 
and coming in, you know, and there'll be me share, there'll be happiness everywhere. Praise the Lord. And so God is ready to do whatever he wants to do. To take away your burden, to take away whatever keeps you in bondage so that you can be free to serve others. Hallelujah. You know, you are going to serve, especially you are going to serve another lady. Sometimes one of the things that can um, limit you is that, you see, because sometimes when you, you, you appear so low and down over there, you don't have anything on your own. It's like, uh, it, it, it makes you look like, oh, it's like, it makes you vulnerable, you know, and somebody would want to take advantage of you because of maybe something that you lack and they think they have that thing. Do you get the point I'm making? But Jesus will want to heal you, to, to heal you of that sickness. Maybe that thing that you lack, Maybe let's say you don't have nice shoes and you think that if you are serving this other lady who has nice shoes and then because, because of your lack of nice shoes, it's going to notice your vulnerability and then now start misusing you or something like that. So Jesus knows very well that this is what you lack and this is what is putting you kind of in the group of, the, like in the vulnerable group or in the light of the vulnerable. But I want you to know that God has a, 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 what do you call it, a plan to heal you. And that healing we are talking about is to bring you the thing you lack, praise the Lord, to raise you up and give you the thing that you lack so that you will be free indeed. Hallelujah. A sick woman needs more than some quick tablets to quickly fix her problems. A sick woman needs the whole event of salvation to happen to her. Today, receive the raising power of Jesus to lift you up out of whatever keeps you lame, febrile, incapacitated, lazy, dead, and unwilling to serve so that the work of Jesus can go on. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for your word. Please, free me to serve. Please supply whatever I lack that hinders me from serving to release the burden on other sisters who may really need my help. Heal me from every disappointment, hurt, or offense that I may have experienced in the past and which introduces a certain fear in me so that I am not willing to go all out to serve others, especially my fellow sisters in the name of the Lord. I pray for your true healing power. Please come to me, lift me up, and take me by the hand and drive my sickness away so that I can be free to serve you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you so much, and may you be liberated from every fear that limits you from freely serving as you should. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Shema podcast with Dr. Anastasia Bruce. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. God bless you.